What is up, everyone? Thank you for joining me. I am Peter A. DeLuca, and welcome to AKA Pads Audio Audacity Podcast. This is where we do a lot of things pop culture, and we're we're just rolling around in Star Wars, and we're getting to something. We're getting to some movies, and this this larger attempt by George Lucas and Lucasfilm, the whole company, to move Star Wars forward, but little. Little is discussed about the effect of the Ewok from Return of the Jedi, but it's 1985, and we have our second made-for-TV movie, The Battle for Endor. It's the sequel to The Caravan of Courage, but we're kind of skipping that, and I'll explain that to you in a little bit. Let's hit that intro and rock and roll. Alright, so it's, it's movies like this, it's attempts like this, it's... Uh, works of imagination and hard work and intuitiveness like this that uh, enraged me because if you do a quick search for this and the caravan of carriage uh, of courage you'll just find people knocking the hell out of it you know like just making fun of it okay number one those people are dismissing a hell of a lot of hard work usually what they have to say about this and how they make fun of it, they don't really mean. So they're they're doing it just for clicks and views and, and these other things. Um, you know, I, do I wish more people would just see through that and just be like, you know, like what what is going on here type thing. But uh, I guess it's entertaining to a point. And the reason why I'm hardlining this this early out of the gate. Because we're in 1985. Return of the Jedi just became like the biggest thing ever. But we have to do something. Okay? We have a company to run. We have multiple companies. We have an entity. Star Wars is over. Now, we're attempting with Kenner to forward Star Wars. To do something. And then we have this. You know, we, we have a good angle. Kids and girls and boys, cats and dogs, love the Ewoks. We have to push the Ewoks. The Ewoks have to become something. Now, through the, the course of these two movies, we also have Warwick Davis, who's like 11, 12 years old, playing Wicked. So when it comes to portrayal on screen, <laughs> Warwick and Wicked are... You know, just about at like Harrison Ford as as many times as he uh, reprised the role of Han Solo, which is kind of funny. You know, that's a good little bit of trivia. So what I'm getting at though is 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 it tough to rip this movie apart? It's not. It's very easy. Is it tough to put your mind where the film is and to realize that we have a company to serve? We have employees that need to have more work. So Lucasfilm kind of went on this journey. They they tried to figure out if the Ewoks could be this other thing. So it was live action movies, cartoon series, separate toy line. And that was accompanied by droids. And, you know, I think both perfect choice to go into that direction. Because droids is, is just fun. You know, and, and having a focus on C-3PO and R2-T, R2-D2, it's just really cool stuff. 
visually, I would say no. You know, like you cannot uh, have droids as a focus on a visual level when it comes to merchandising. Ewoks, you can. Droids, you you cannot. And yeah, when it comes to like today, could you imagine something like Pacific Rim, and it immediately got a like a live action like spinoff and a TV series, you know, an animated TV series. With this very cool toy line, you would be like, "This is this is awesome! It's all the right moves. They they're investing into the idea, and they're seeing it through." That's what Lucas was doing with Ewoks. The company had to move forward. The company had to survive, and we have these two movies that are it, it's an arc. It's the uh, almost like the. Um, you know, the death of a family, <laughs> which is 100% true. The beginning of this movie scarred me when I saw it younger because the uh, the little girl and her family, like the little girl survives. You know, Wicked Help saves the little girl, but her family is basically slaughtered by these demon-looking things. And they these demon-looking things have a witch. <laughs> and the witch has, you know, morphing effects. Very similar to what we see in Willow. So where 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 are we going here? Like, why does the Ewoks and these other projects by Lucasfilm, like the Willow movie and Captain EO, what is happening here? See, we're trying to salvage Star Wars by spinning it off because it's just popular. But we're also a company. We need content. We need to be able to uh, continue to make something and and let's. Let's try and get another series going. And, you know, very calculated attempts. And Captain EO may not have been uh, the idea to continue a Michael Jackson series, like from the Disney parks. But no, but Captain EO is like a definition that these guys are players. And at the time, you don't get any bigger. You don't get any bigger than Michael Jackson. And I believe Francis Ford Coppola and Martin Scorsese both collaborated with Lucas for Captain EO. You know, like, it's it's a collection of minds. And it, it doesn't matter how well it is. You know, it matters that they're there and they did something. So, this girl's family just gets slaughtered in the beginning of this movie. And even to this day, it blows me away. It blows me away at just, like, the clips. Uh, Mace who is kind of like a Luke Skywalker dude, uh, you know, like drags a mother into a hut. The mother's dead. The girl has like a life meter of her other family members. And, you know, the, the lights are going red as this uh, raid uh, emerges. And it's so similar to the beginning of Conan the Barbarian, <laughs> which I love. Okay. You know, like, and so I said uh, like ingenuity and stuff earlier. The special effects for this, the uh, made-for-TV look and the budget is extremely high-end. For the day, this is like the top of the top. Uh, few science fiction anything outside of maybe Battlestar Galactica like ever looked this good. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, we got to see more going into the 90s. We got uh, better special effects for television. But I would say this was the top, even for its its day. So, 
everyone bashes us because it's easy, but they don't see the intent. The intent is to keep a company going. The intent is to create create another IP, to put more original characters into the ether. This is the definition of Star Wars. This is what Star Wars is all about. Star Wars isn't just about Empire Strikes Back. Star Wars is about ideas and good ideas and fun ideas and, and stuff that just works. And it may not resonate during the time. You know, it may have to carry over. We may have to have a generation grow up with it. To, and here's the thing. We live in an age where, like, the prequels, the like, grew up. Like, the people who loved the prequels as children grew up. And, and now there's, like, a core. There's a base for the Star Wars prequels. This didn't happen. People just really just moved on. And a lot of it too, like I, maybe that's part of the cycle. Maybe that's where a lot of people are with Rise of Skywalker. They just get Star Wars fatigue, and and I, I don't blame them. You know, I, I believe that's a real thing. Definitely felt that way with the two times I saw Rise of Skywalker. It just felt exhaustive, exhausting. Uh, but anyway, so this movie, like the plot, isn't deep. Uh, we're dealing with just um, like. And a megalomaniac demon guy looking for power. We have a sorceress helping him. And then we have a little girl and Wilford Brimley from the Quaker Oat commercials trying and with Wicket, okay, and the other Ewoks trying to, to thwart this. And, you know, look, it, 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 it's not this like perfect production, but I think for the day, this thing's a home run. I mean, it is a sequel. So the first one, like, made money. So here's a part of what happened with that. These were available on Amazon Prime for eight bucks for the longest time, and I sit down to finally purchase because it's eight dollars. The Caravan of Carriage of Courage. I can never say that. So I get there to purchase, and it's just not available. I bought the Battle for Endor as soon as I saw it months ago. Because I really love the beginning of that. Like, of this. Okay? Like, I had to buy it. Because I, I think the beginning of this is as good as any Star Wars movie. The beginning of this is better than most of the prequels. It's better than the beginning of Last Jedi. And it's better than the beginning of Rise of Skywalker. So, there you go. <laughs> I've said it. Okay? I'm right. You're wrong. Zip it. But, no, no. Everyone... These are available. You you can get the the two DVD set. I think for thirteen dollars with Prime shipping on Amazon. They're not available on YouTube. Uh, I'm sure they're like available in other means, but don't do that. Purchase this. Check it out and 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 just remember, like we're trying to continue something that is the biggest thing in the universe, pun intended, and. Yeah, it's a company, so we have to employ these people. We have to employ our special effects masterminds. And, yeah, and there you go. But look, everyone, thank you for joining me. AKA Pads, Audio Audacity Podcast, Ewoks, Battle for Endor, <laughs> the follow-up to the Caravan of Carriage. I'm loving it. I love the Ewoks, but no, no, no. Until next time, we will hit Star Wars Episode 1, where we're going to talk about the birth of the return of Star Wars, and the first prequel. Going through episodes 1, 2, and 3. 
rock and roll. That'll be episode 269. I love you, and I'll see you.